0: Today's word was preached by Pastor Max. May the Holy Spirit open up your eyes, ears, hearts, and minds to receive God's word. God bless you.
1: Morning, everyone. Good morning. Yay. How are you this morning? Yes, yes. It's really nice uh, to be here. It's really nice to start this, this week on sunday our first day of our week uh, to honor our god to be here as a church to listen to to learn a little bit more the word of god revealed to us through the bible and um, a few weeks uh, we are uh, studying together the book of daniel and and it's so nice to find some treasures really treasures here in this fantastic book and today we will study uh, about the chapter 5, chapter 5 and uh, I would like to ask your patience and bear with me because we will have some some readings to do this morning, okay? And our uh, theme for our message is not ready to die in these last four uh, chapters we talk uh, about the great king Nazar, and today we will talk about his son uh, Belsasar Belsasar pastor that's it? Okay. yeah Belsasar Belshazzar. 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 if pastor said it's Belsasar <laughs> and unfortunately Belsasar uh, had a short life we will talk about him just uh, uh, one chapter and, and this morning we will see what uh, the, uh, his life was shorter uh, and by the grace of God today we study the chapter 5 of Daniel and you meet uh, Belshazzar son of king Nebuchadnezzar and as the apple does not fall f- uh, far from the tree you see that Bill uh, B- Caesar will have many problems because it is exactly in his reign that the kingdom of Babylon is divided. And we will also learn that there is a line, a like line that separates God's patience from God's wrath. Showing that when men cross men cross this line, there is no more chance of regret because everyone will be condemned. It's very serious stuff. And to be honest, in terms of hell, I don't think that is a special path that takes men to hell. For me, that man just needs to stand firm in his own way. God only needs to take his hand off us and We'll be lost. And that is exactly what happened to Bethesda. Your father, the great king Nebuchadnezzar, had to go crazy to be converted. We saw this in chapter 4. But God's uh, way of acting with one person is not always the same way that God acts with another God gave Nebuchadnezzar 12 months to repent, and it didn't. God touches the king's life, and he goes crazy. He starts eating grass, and looks like an animal. But in the end of the period of the time, the king recovered, humbles himself, and converts from his bad ways. We saw this last week. And interesting to think that about Caesar accompanying all these things he saw all these things happen but he did not humble himself by ignoring all the signs of god's grace on the life of his father and his family that's the truth belt cesar son of the great king nebuchadnezzar now on the throne as the new king of babylon ignoring all god's signs for him Until finally, God said that. That's enough. Finish for you. So, let me read the first nine verses. Belt Caesar, the king, made a great feast for a thousand of his lords and drank wine in the presence of the thousand. While he tasted the wine, Belt Caesar gave the the command to bring the gold and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple which had been in Jerusalem, that the king and his lords, his wives, and his concubines might drink from them. Then they brought the gold vessels that had been taken from the temple of the house of God which had been in Jerusalem. And the king and his lords, his wives, and his concubines drank from them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and silver, bronze and iron, wood and stone. In the same hour, the fingers of a man's hands appeared and wrote opposite the lampstand on the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance changed and his thoughts troubled him so that the joints of his hips were loosened and his knees knocked against each other. The king cried aloud to bring the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. The king spoke, saying to the wise men of Babylon, however reads this uh, uh, writing, and tells me its interpretation, shall be uh, clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around his neck. And he shall be third ruler in the kingdom. Now all the kings, wise men came, but they could not read the uh, the writing and make no to the kings in the uh, its interpretation. Then King Belshazzar was greatly troubled; his countenance was changing, and his lords was astonished. But after that reading, what we can check in this? first verse, what can we learn through Belsazar's, Belsazar's life, what we can learn, let's see, first, Belsazar wastes all his opportunities, guys, Belsazar grew up in the royal palace, perhaps a little younger than, than Daniel, he saw when the Jews came captive from Jerusalem He witnesses The faith of Daniel's friend Who preferred death To prostrate themselves before the gold Image of his father He witnesses God saving Daniel's friends From the fire furnace We saw this, uh, that in chapter 3 He witnesses How his father, his father Was humiliated and how his father was converted but even in the face of so many signs he closed his eyes and hardened, hardened uh, his heart so that all of us here at the same risk all of us because many people had the, uh, had the privilege of seeing in their own homes the testimony uh, the testimony of the gospel but still chose other ways, isn't it? How many churches here in New Zealand suffer from this problem of seeing only uh, the grandparents attending the service and not their children and and grandchildren? However, uh, regardless of whether um, or not we are going to, uh, to a church, the word of God is clear when he says that everyone is inexcusable let's check it out Romans 1 verse 18 to 20 for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all uh, ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness But much more than ignoring God's sovereignty by over, uh, observing the nature, Bel Caesar ignored all the evidence. And verse twenty two from the book of uh, Daniel, make it clear. Let's check it out twenty two. But you his son Bel Caesar have not humbled your heart, although you knew all this. He knew all this. But what can we learn through Balthazar's life? What more? Balthazar waits uh, on his opportunities and Balthazar is a man who gave himself up to carnal pleasures. Let's see this uh, in verses number two and three. While he tasted the wine, Caesar gave the command to bring the gold and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple which had been in Jerusalem, that the king and his lords, his wives, and his concubines might drink from them. Then they brought the gold vessels that had been taken from the temple of the house of God which had been in Jerusalem. And the king and his lords his wives and his concubines drink from them Drank from them brothers and the scripture says he throws a big party really a big party a feast were where vase, vase vessels brought from jerusalem would be used to serve your guests but the scriptures reveal that it was on the night of the great feast that the reign of Belt Caesar would end. Mm. The end is not so good from the B- B- Bel Caesar. But m- all this makes us think that. How many people do we know who are living freely in sin, without worrying that one day they will be held accountable before the judgment seat of God? How many people we know? With all the power in his hand, Belt Caesar prefers to bring a carnal pleasures to his kingdom than to bring the heavenly values of the God of Daniel, who also become his father's God, and who could also uh, have been his God. There is nothing more said, brothers, to see when someone who has a lot of power in his hands, surrenders surrenders to lust instead of surrendering to God. It's really sad. Observe that Darius did not have to take up arms to conquer Babylon. Babylon was rotten inside. She fell by her own lust only. God gave Babylon to Darius just as he had already given Jerusalem to the Babylonians. That's what you see in the end. But before that, verse three we read before show us that the king has a party for the desecration of sacred things. It's really serious, really serious. It's at some point during this, uh, this party, the king decides to innovate. She's very clever. Now, let's innovate. Ask to bring the vessels of God, the same ones that God had delivered in the hands of King Nebuchadnezzar, who, even though he was an idolater, had never used these vessels in a personal way. But his son, Belshazzar, decides to innovate. Who cares? Let's go. Belshazzar deepening in sin mocking God laughing at God sending them to fetch God's vessels for his feast where they could drink for those vessels terrible mistake and the uh, the scripture says that something strange happens follow me what will happen let's check it out verse 5, 6 and after 9 Verse 5, in the same hour, the fingers of a man's hand appeared and wrote opposite the lampstand on the platter of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance changed and his thoughts troubled him. So that the joints of his hips were loosened and his knees knocked against each other. Was terrible. I love this image here. I'm laughing, to be honest. Laughing or laughing? But, verse 9 continues. Then King Belshazzar was greatly troubled. His countenance was changed, and his lords were uh, were astonished. And at this point, we can see that three things happened in this terrible moment for Belshazzar. First, God transformed the pleasures of sin into disturbance. Observe, brothers, that minutes before the king was smiling and delighting in sin, you know that? More moments later, he despair, and he's completely disturbed. Because God can quickly change our reality. God can do that. Like, a what makes me think of the lives that are out our, uh, of, of our, our building? Often, uh, often living in their sinful pleasures, forgetting that these pleasures last only a short time. Different from the common, uh, condemnation that is eternal, the pleasure is short time. But the condemnation, this is eternal. Second thing, once again, the sages could not do nothing. Once again, the sinful human being, when he is desperate and confused, seeks answers from the most varied source. And once again, we realize that the magicians, the sages, and sorcerers on the time, he could not do nothing. Not listening because the three answer for the sinful man is only in Jesus and nobody else. Nobody else, only in Jesus. Once again, the king, I would like to know what this means. And the magicians and the sorcerers, we can't respond. Third thing, God uses his faithful servants at this point. Guess who the king will call to interpret this vision? Yes, Daniel. (laughs) He's called, and we find this information in verses 10 to 17. However, it is interesting to see here how God confronts sinners through his servants and Daniel as a faithful servant, proved that he could not be bought. The king offers invaluable gifts, and Daniel does not accept. You can check out this in verse 17. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, let your gifts be for yourself, and give your rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing to the king, And make no to him the interpretation. I love Daniel. Really I love it Daniel. Rewards to another. Give to another. I don't need this. I need God. Daniel was the only one. there Who could solve that anguish of the king. And even so. He does not take advantage. Of the situation. But fulfills the purpose of God. In his life. That's so good stuff. But let's see how the king Belshazzar was confronted. Belshazzar was confronted for forgetting that God has dominion over the kingdom of man. He was confronted with this uh, this truth. Another thing, Belshazzar forgets the experiences that his father king Nebuchadnezzar had experienced. He completely forget, forgot. Belsazar for, uh, forgets that his father has gone crazy. And only after a period of time did his father improve. And recognize that God was the only savior of his life. Fourth thing. Belsazar forgot about the revelation of his father. First dream where the kingdom of the God that would come would crash. Uh, the statue and all the kingdoms would turn to dust before him and the scripture says that King Belshazzar, Belshazzar despite seeing all these things, despite seeing all these signs, he still did not believe in the God of Daniel and that same night Caesar dies and all Babylon is defeated and the fifth thing the king confronted for misusing the knowledge he received, and we can check out this in verse 22But you, his son, that have not humbled your heart, although you knew all this. This is Daniel' talk with the king. Daniel said this, "You his son." son of the the king Nebuchadnezzar, Belshazzar, you have not humbled your heart, although you knew all this. Here we see clearly, guys, that Belshazzar does not sin out of ignorance, but out of rebellion. Belshazzar uh, preferred to walk in darkness than to be found walking in the light of God. That is the truth. And now, already moving towards to end, what other lesson can we learn through Belt Caesar's life? We see Belt Caesar waits all his opportunities, and we also uh, saw so Caesar is a man who gave himself up to carnal pleasures, and Belt Caesar is condemned in the court of God finish for him after so much rebellion the end could not be different belthazar is condemned to the court of God and we can check this reading verse 24 to 31 then the fingers of the hand were sent from him and his writing was written and this is in the inscription that was written many, many tekel afarsin. This is the interpretation of each word. Many, God has numbered your kingdom and finished it and finished it. Tekel, you have been weighed in the balance and found wanting. Paris, your kingdom has been divided and given to the Meds, and Persians. 29. Then Caesar gave the command, and they clothed Daniel with purple and put a chain of gold around his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. That the very night, Caesar, king of the Chaldeans, was slain. And Darius, the mad, received the kingdom, being about the 62 years old. Yes, brother, uh, we need to realize that the king was having a great party, a lot of food, a lot of drink, a lot of joy, a lot of music, and in the middle of the night, a hand appears writing the message of condemnation, saying, Many, many tackle and a And here, brothers, we see only four words destroying the entire reign of Belt Caesar, the king of Babylon. Many, many. God is speaking. Belt Caesar, I counted all your days, I count your life, I wrote it down. I know, I know everything. Thank you, Beltsazar. God weighed you on the balance, and you failed. This is really amazing. God has uh, his own balance. You know that, guys. God has your own balance, his own scale, and weights all of us every day. All of us every day. God put in. His balance. His scale. God wrote down every opportunity. He missed it. God put all the sins. Of the king on the scale. All rebellion. God put all resistance to the sacred things. God put his pride. In the scale. And uh, and when the day of the final balance. He. Failed. So a great teaching for us here is to realize that God does not always judge a man in the same moment when he commits sin. I will repeat that. Pay attention. God does not always judge a man in the same moment when he commits a sin. We saw in chapter 4, God punished King Nebuchadnezzar only after, remember how many, how long time? 12 months. Of his notice. Have you ever. Uh, wondered if God would condemn us. At the very moment when we sin. Hmm. And because God does not end. Our life. At the moment when we sin. It gives us a slight impression. That we will never appear. Before the court of God. However. When we read Psalms 7.3. In a quick reading until it seems that God is sleeping. And that the man can live peacefully without worrying about the future. Let's check it out this. Psalm 33. Verse 2. But as for me, my feet had almost slipped. And I, I had nearly lost my foothold. For I, I envied the arrogant when I saw the pros- uh, prosperity of the wicked they have no struggles their borders are healthy and strong they say how would God know does the most high know anything this is what the wicked are like always free of care they go on amazing wealth 13 surely in vain, I have kept my heart pure and have washed my hands in innocence. All day long, I have been afflicted, and every morning brings new punishment. If I had spoken out like that, I would have betrayed your children. When I tried to understand all this, it strove my deeply till I entered the sanctuary of God, then I understood their final destiny. Surely, you place them on a slippery ground. You cast them down to ruin. Yes. We definitely don't have uh, to worry about the apparent tranquility of the wicked. God is in control of all things. And one day, we will have to stand before him. We, we don't need to worry about what happens outside our lives Because sometimes it's hard. That family or that person is not a servant God, but your life, their life seems is okay. But it's not. Because one day we are to uh, be in front of God to be judged. And finally, Perez, which means... Divide was your kingdom, and give to the Medes and Persians. Remember when uh, our chapter 2, when you talk about this first dream of the king Nabuchodonosor, in the interpretation was the king is uh, the gold head, the really gold head, and the silver part has two arms. And that is that means two armies because one army is will be uh, after the the uh, uh, empire uh, the Babylon is divided one army for the Meds and another army for the Persians. But let's go back in our verse eighteen, guys. O king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar your father a kingdom and majesty, glory, and honor. And here, we can clearly see that it was God who gave Babylon to Belshazzar, uh, to Belshazzar's fathers. But we can also clearly see, down there, the verse number 28. In the verse 18, God gave them. Uh, the Nabuchodonosor, uh, the kingdom in the verse 28 you can check it out your kingdom was divided and given to the Meds and Persians we can see this information there and here we clearly see that God is in control of the history God takes and put kings according to his will according to his decree, decrees and will showing that God is his sovereign of over history but see brothers that for Bethesda, the present king of Babylon he not only lost his kingdom but he lost mainly his eternal life much much worse he died and was not prepared to meet God he's not prepared to meet God in that same night While he was partying, the historian Herodotus says that. Look at what Herodotus says. Darius uh, diverted the Euphrates River to a new channel, and guided by two uh, two deserts, he marched through, through the dry bed towards the city, while the Babylonians celebrate with their gods that's right, at the moment that God made his last call the king was partying, drinking and his sentence was death and we definitely don't know when our day will be definitely we don't know we need to be prepared that's why the Bible says seek the Lord while you can find yourself Call on him while he is near. Seek the Lord while you can find yourself. Because it can be late. Don't lose your opportunity. And for finish, we'd like to ask the pastor to come here and pray for this reason and for our lives and for the people we already know. Uh, don't accept the, the don't have Jesus Christ in their lives this is very really good uh, serious stuff and we need to pray and preach the word of God from these people amen
0: hey amen you see what pride does eh? this guy thought he had everything he thought he was over everything and many um, many he, he tackle he's gone Let's just pray for that, okay? Father God, we um, are so grateful we can come before you and acknowledge our mistakes, acknowledge that we fail you so much, and sometimes we are full of pride, just like Belshazzar was. He could have um, learned uh, with uh, uh, the story of his father, but he didn't. He decided to take his own path, and because you are grateful and and, 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 and you are Uh, merciful you allow us to take our own choices father thank you for free will but unfortunately in that situation he took the dark side and he ended up being consumed his kingdom was destroyed was taken over and he died on that moment right there and the servant of God was still there standing up Pride destroyed Babylon. And that's what we've been learning here so far. We are kings and priests made by Jesus Christ, bought by the blood of Jesus to the Father, as you say in Revelation 5. And we want to understand that. But we also want to understand what we prayed before, that we are here because we understand we need help. Our difference from Belshazzar is that we have chosen the path of light. We have chosen to accept Christ's invitation to go to heaven and not go to hell. There's only really one way, and this is Christ alone. No matter how um, rich we can become, no matter how powerful we can become, no matter how intelligent we can become, Without Christ, we are just dust that will be in hell eternally. But with with Christ, Lord, we have a way out. Seek the Lord while He can be found. Search the Lord while He is near. This is what we want to do. We know there will be a time that you call the time of uh, of Jacob's trouble or the great tribulation, however it is called, that the Lord won't be around your spirit will be right here holding hands but people will be desperate people your word says that people will will desire to die and they won't be able to we don't know what that means Lord but we really know that there will become a time where people will look for you and they won't find it we know that we won't be around either because you are merciful enough To take us out of here. So Father, we pray for salvation over Queenstown. We pray for salvation over New Zealand. And our leaders may never become like Balshese. Amen. They never forget that was taught in the beginning. What their fathers left to them. May the generation after us remember the preaching that is done here. The message that is carried over by us servants of the living god give us the honor and the strength the wisdom to do it the way you want us to do it to carry the message of jesus christ that saves souls i really desire lord that everyone may be saved i really desire lord that this message may reach thousands upon thousands so your kingdom be full of people. But we also know that people will choose not to go with you. People will desire their f- flesh um, rather than the spirit. People will desire their, their drinks, their, their, their parties, their, um, their carnal ways first rather than a spiritual way. It is said, Lord, because we know the end of all this. So may we as church, may we as individuals in this church today remember this as either hell or heaven. But the good news are there is hope. Jesus Christ is the hope of our lives. May we always remember that and may we always preach that. And this message will be propagated until you come back for the honor and the glory of Jesus Christ alone. Father, take us back home with your guidance, with your protection. And so we may become more ready of mind. That's what we seek. A mind of Christ. That's what we seek. Eyes of Christ. Guide our eyes. The eyes are really the uh, watchtower of the soul. We really want to be a body full of light. Your word says that when our eyes are dark, our whole body... Is in darkness. So allow us to keep looking to Christ and illuminate ourselves with your light. May we become different in this earth. May we become different here in Queenstown. May we become the message of Daniel. There is a Lord in heaven that he is merciful and ready to receive us. It is in Jesus' glorious name that we pray. And we thank you for this wonderful time. Amen. Thank you for joining us today and stay tuned for our next podcast. You can also check our Facebook page, Instagram, and YouTube channel. The All Nations Abba Church wishes you a great week in the presence of God. May the Lord bless you and keep you all. See you next time.